What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I am joined again by Dr. Luke and Kayla of Wellness Solutions Chiropractic Center. We continue our discussion about treating patients during COVID. We talk about more strongman stuff and more functional movement. So please like and share, subscribe. Our wellness tree. Tell me about your wellness tree, Kayla. Wellness tree. (laughs) So, (laughs) who's BJ Palmer? Uh, He was actually the founder of Chiropractic. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, so we do have some things in our office that do relate to chiropractic care. Like that one quote. That one quote. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, well, we kind of use this as like our gold star for people. So it's like, hey, you did awesome. You went through care. You feel better. Now Uh, you want to like continue making yourself feel better by continuing care and stuff. So you get a little leaf for our wellness tree. Oh, okay. That's why I don't have a leaf yet. Yes. We're still still working on you and like trying to get you better and everything. So close. You know what? I have to say, it's it's a... It's a very fine line to get a leaf on the wellness tree because it's like, it's great that you're better, uh huh. But you just miss them. You know, you miss coming uh, here. I know. You, you get kind of emotional and yes, things happen. I scheduled my last my appointment. Yeah, and Kayla's like, oh, that's the last week we have you down. I'm just, I said, I'm not emotionally ready for that. I know. I'm not it's, ready. It's like when I'm. It's like when my therapist moved away. I was not oh, emotionally Randy. ready for Randy to leave me. Oh, you love Randy. Oh, he Have you found seat. someone to replace him? No, that's probably my problem. That, <laughs> no, you know what? I gotta say, since you t- went to Randy, you're a different person. Well, thanks. I don't know if you're, you or your meds or. <laughs> well, I don't take meds for the factors. reason that I saw Randy. Well, that's so that's good. A plus. I mean, but However, you have been like your mood is. Yeah, and I look at things just a whole different way. But that's you want me to delete this? I that's know. a whole different but episode. Like, like, no, 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 you're fine. But it was, it was like cutting the cord with them. Like it's like, oh, I liked visiting. I liked yeah. talking. Like, what do you do this weekend? I don't know. You know, it was well, just a lot a, of the people that we see. Family. It like turns into like almost like therapy sessions for oh. people, and so like you know we were able to like talk to people and let them vent while they're here and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah, kind of like a cool way. thing that we wanted to cultivate like uh, with our patients. Kind of like a family. You know? yeah. yeah, right. We and wanted, we miss we wanted too. to be close with everyone. Yeah. You know. I almost feel like you almost have, dare I say, like a gym culture. Like you've cultivated your culture around here, like how you wanted it to be. A yeah. very welcoming place, supporting body positivity and, you know, whatever. We're going to support you in whatever endeavor you feel like you're going to take on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dare I say, put those words in your mouth. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's <laughs> exactly what we wanted. What I mean, we that's, wanted. that's what we wanted. Yeah, I, I didn't want it to be... I've had three back surgeries. I've had a lot of pain management procedures. A lot of those appointments were miserable. So you go in, it's, you know, five minutes of, bam, 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 and then you just leave. Right. And you Where you wait a half an hour well, for the right. doctor. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, and we didn't mess. want that. You yeah. know, I mean, I do get behind sometimes, but I always, I try to stay as on time as possible. I respect people's time, you know, as I would expect you to respect mine. And, you know, we, we, we value the people that come in and, and, and for that, you know, 
we build a relationship with people. I mean, how, how don't we? You know, it's we see people multiple times, so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to just sit in a room and work on you and just sit there in silence. Like, why? Why can't we make <laughs> it more fun? Why can't we have a mm-hmm. connection? I mean, I'm your doctor, but who cares? Yeah. You know, I mean, in the scheme of things, that doesn't me it doesn't matter we we can still be like cool i'm not better than you we're just right. we're just trying to work together here mm-hmm. um plenty of times that i think it's like how you doing i'm like oh my teenager like i would just vent about my son he was like okay so we're about done no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but still no but still like i would i'd be like oh man i don't know what i'm gonna do with him well, and that can be part of healing, too. You know, people come in right. with a lot of stressors, and especially with the times now, everyone is more stressed than normal. So, I mean, you know, if we can be a voice to, or just an ear to hear mm-hmm. what you have to say that you might not want to say to, you know, necessarily your friend or whatever, we can Very just sit true. here and, and listen to it. And, you know, maybe you feel better when you leave from, from getting it out a little bit. I right. mean, you know, we don't mind doing that. That's, that's fine. Well, and that's something that's interesting about, like, seeing like so many people in pain and stuff it's like it's not just the pain that they're in it's mm-hmm. it, there's a lot more to it right and there's a lot of like emotional baggage almost that comes with it so by like alleviating some of that like they're able to think more positively about like their injury and like feeling better and stuff and what we've seen is if you think positively about like healing and and starting to feel better then like you probably will feel better faster you tend to do better absolutely yeah. Yeah, whereas if you're in like a more negative mindset like mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to feel better probably <laughs> i think that's kind of the culture you create though is yeah you have a very positive kind of attitude and yeah you know i mean i no one i have ever experienced here is negative but I'm sure if someone would come in with kind of a negative attitude you would kind of try to mold yeah. them yeah we kind of try to steer them and like yeah um, I don't know like comfort them and yeah like kind of show them like it's okay to feel this way but you know mm-hmm. like we do let's get you better yeah we, we're gonna you feel better. better like so let's think po- like more positive right then everything's gonna be better yeah right yeah. we're gonna take care of this dark cloud Right. We just try to give people hope, you know. Like we, we, we had a woman come in who, you know, had been through everything and then we were her last resort type mm-hmm. of thing and she didn't have any she didn't feel like she had any direction. And so, you know, sometimes just giving somebody hope because a lot of times their traditional care has been I don't know why you hurt, you're gonna have to deal with it, you know, so you know, I, I can't figure it out. So like that that in and of itself and I think some of it is, you know, here we, I, I've, I've done a lot, a lot of studying in pain, and, and people don't really understand pain very well. Pain's a, a normal thing that we have in our body. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually not even a, a thing we have in our body. We don't have pain receptors. We have what are called nociceptors, which are basically a danger receptor. So, you know, if you have an injury in your leg, you have that nociception stimulus that goes up to your brain. Your brain has to interpret that then as, well, are, are you hurting or, or what's happening? So, like if you watch a documentary on like people who have survived shark attacks, a lot of times they're gonna say, I didn't feel that the shark ripped my leg off. They're uh-huh. gonna say, I felt some pressure, but I knew I had to get back to shore. Uh-huh. Why? Because wow. their brain said, get back to shore, you're wow. going to die. <laughs> the pain wasn't important uh-huh. for them. So, you know, pain, it's a normal part of an injury. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not a bad thing. It's it's some, it's it's our defense mechanism. Kind of like a symptom, almost. It, exactly, and it's yeah, it's just something that our brain says, "Hey, you have you have this is dangerous. Don't don't damage that right. anymore." Look so more, it makes look pain. More into it. Exactly right, and it, it it makes pain, and then a couple of things come with that. So the longer you're in pain, and this is probably a little bit of a tangent, but the longer you're in pain, the more your brain starts to sensitize areas around that part of your body. So you have a knee injury. You've let it go for a year. Now your lower leg is starting to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Well, your brain yeah. is basically ramping up that <laughs> stimulus and saying, hey, yeah. quick, stop it, stop it, stop squatting on that damaged knee, get it, you know, fix it. Uh-huh. And so then we also see that the brain changes when you're in pain for long enough. You have different perception of your body when you've been in pain long mm-hmm. enough. So it's all of this stuff that goes your, into your it. Your self-talk. Exactly. A lot different. That changes too. And there's even been studies that have shown, you know, like let's say you get hurt at work. You go into your boss and say, I, I just, my leg really hurts. I, I fell and it really hurts. And he says, oh, you're, you're, you're okay. Go back to work. Your brain will spike that pain then. Mm-hmm. And saying, hey, no, 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 no. You hurt. This guy's not thinking you hurt. Watch this. Boom. And it's up. You, you, if your brain's incredible. It controls everything. So we try to understand pain as best we can because that's what we see often. And, you know, you have to understand people coming in in pain. They're probably emotional. They're probably feeling things that they, they're probably saying things they wouldn't normally say because everything hurts and they just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just try to take that approach of, hey, pain's okay. We have to get it to go away, but this is a normal thing. We need to figure out why is this happening? There's a reason this pain is happening. What is that reason? Um, and so, you know, is we hopefully provide people with a little bit of hope there where maybe they didn't have that in the past and just holding on to something. I know when I was going through my back injuries, every time I would go to the doctor, it was, well, we're not going to operate on you because you're too young. Well, pain management hasn't worked. So you're, you're pretty much, essentially, you're screwed. You're done. This is never lift heavy again was what I heard. Um, oh, no. Every time I went in, and that was all I did as a kid. I mean, you know, I said I started at eight. That was my yes. identity was working out. So they were just telling me, well, you're just done. Never, never do it again, you know, and, and you'll be fine or, or whatever. You're going to have to deal with this. And so for me, that made everything way worse because I had no hope. It's not acceptable. Right. I had nothing to hold on to. So you're just telling me to just change my life completely, and you're basically saying I'm hopeless. So that, I mean, that hurts me. You know, that's a hard thing to take in and hear. Heck yeah. And people hear that all the time. And that's a really sad thing to be in a hopeless situation. And then you go through the changes of that. Depression changes. Injuries come with depression. We know that mm-hmm. the, if you're in, the longer you're in pain, the higher your chance of depression is. It's something I've experienced. It's something yes. I think most people have probably experienced mm-hmm. at some point. I agree. But, you know, that depression, Then that now we take on a whole new beast now. We're not even just looking at pain, but we're looking at chemical changes in the brain. We're looking at how you see your life. We're looking at your overall outlook. And, are, you know, that increases your chance of not getting better because now we have this very negative view of everything. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, there's more to pain than just you hurt and that's it. You have to look at all the factors and, you know, we, we at least, again, yeah, we try to address that. Like, I think within care as well too, like we're not like numb to that idea. Right. Uh, So it's like, well, yeah, you have a very stressful life. Like, of mm -hmm. course, like you feel, we all do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) Right. Pretty much now. Well, yeah. yeah, Everyone's in a different place. (laughs) This recess lady. My life's a recess. (laughs) Your life's right. But I liked too coming in here as a patient, a new patient, even at that. And like, cause I've been to a chiropractor before and I feel like I was like, in crack out like it was yes i mean there was there's there was no in between they work on this 
exactly. before the next time I see you. Correct. And I'm going to get you out here in like three or minutes like, because hey. I got five more people sitting in the waiting room. Yeah, or so how I mean, did that go right. this week? How did you feel after I worked on this last time? Like, that's what I got with you. Like, how's that knee doing now that we tried mm-hmm. this last mm-hmm. time? And it's like, oh, just the extra three to five minutes that right. you're willing it's to spend. It really is. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're literally just another insurance Cracking. claim going through. Like, <laughs> boop, 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 I'm glad out, that, you know? like, so. we've gotten that impression. Yeah, like, you yeah. can, like, feel that off of us. Yeah. Because that's, like, literally, like, what we try to cultivate. Right. Like, we are not in this for, like, the money. We don't, like, right. care about that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. we, we, like, want to help people and, like, get them better. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like see life the way that we see life and everything so well and you know also like i know i'm not perfect so you know everyone does respond a little differently so one technique might work really well on you but not work well on you Mm -hmm. and so you have to have that information we had a guy come in the other day and his problem was easy to figure out but he'd been in pain for a year and and the other providers he had been to hadn't figured it out and when, when i talked to him about it he said no one has ever examined me or looked at me like this and to me that's just standard of care we we, we want to check everything out why wouldn't well, that's you? exactly what happened yeah. to me yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> no absolutely and i'm yeah. not, like i don't know what your prices or anything like that that's are since i started amazing. but i was like it was always like the best 20 dollars i ever spent my first <laughs> visit with you because it was so in-depth and honestly you know and you're like okay well i think this could be our route and we're gonna try this and how do you feel about like you were very easy to talk to as well well, i love him so much he's out of my network and i pay the full price every time rachel gets and i'm not even gonna discount i get a what 20% 20% I do? Okay. okay, so the prices I pay, I'm not even going to reveal. Yeah. Our t- yeah. And well, I not appreciate cheap, but that he worth- was in my network because it was like $6 a visit. Oh, my <laughs> so God. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is, yeah. it, was, it was super cheap. But, but you anyway. are worth every penny. Well, and, yes. and I appreciate that. And, and I, I, I hate it. I, I hate it that we're not in with your insurance and, and we've tried to do so. I hate so, my insurance. You know, it's not your fault. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the insurance game in general, that's a whole, I mean, if you have another four or five hours to talk. I know. I'm, I'm not even talking about it. don't even mention that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's one of those things where I fly under that radar. Yeah, Yeah. the the money part of things, like obviously we have to make money. We're a business, so we we have to make money. But that's not why I did I did this to help people. So I really, if I could do it for free, I wish I could. I wish I hit the lottery and everyone had like conversations about like, well, if we had enough money, like we would just have like a small club. It is an awkward, yeah, awkward like exchange or in conversation kind of because in my business, I I do take on some private patients, and you know, I tell them my price privately, my private pay. Which is speech therapy, nothing more than that. Um, no. <laughs> but, and you know, I feel, I kind of feel bad about, right. I'm like, this is my price per session. Right. And then I, I, I'll, I like go into extra detail. I'm like, well, this is why. Like, insurance charges uh-huh. us this much. And I'm like, I'm giving you kind of a discount at this rate. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. never feel bad right. for what you charge because, right. like, you know, it's a good service. So if yeah. you're confident in what you're yes. selling people, uh-huh. like, it shouldn't matter. Right. So, and, and that's my biggest thing, too. People are like, well, I just, do, what, does he take my insurance? I'm like, I don't know, but 20 bucks will tell you all the answers. <laughs> like, you put $20 on fast food or at a well, bar. Well, even if it's, even if it's, it's this for the podcast. 
podcast, yeah. but our new patient exam is up to $45. Oh, okay. 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 I pay more than that a visit, mm-hmm. and it is worth it. Oh, absolutely. A million percent. Okay, for you to waste two years of your life going to other people that mm-hmm. don't tell you shit. Or just being in pain <laughs> for that know? long. Like, yeah. I, I, I was in excruciating pain in my neck, mm-hmm. and I could not handle it anymore. And this is what I love, too, because, like, I'll be over at Rachel's house on a Sunday afternoon because we like to grill. Well, Danny likes to grill, and we like to eat. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> she's like wait, I need to do my neck exercise. Like, yep. I'm like, she needs to be like, in the do. chair, do not. Like, everybody stop. Like, yep. I have to do my home exercise. <laughs> okay. She does. I know the other day you asked me, like, do you have anything high you can put a, a band on? Yeah. And I, for, I wanted to say, like, yeah, I have my own pull-up bar in my backyard with uh, its own scap jack program <laughs> attached to it, and then I never do it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. This is so bad. I know. That was my goal when you put up that pull-up bar, just to go down and learn how to do pull-ups. And then I said, Meh. "Have you ever even hung on my bar?" Yeah, I don't like it because it's skinny. <laughs> it is kind of skinny. It's not a. It's yes, not a like normal. really thin. Yeah, it, it's thinner than our one at the gym. Mm-hmm. So yes. So then we we dug. My husband and I dug post holes. We poured concrete. We have like you know whatever wood, and then. The pull-up bar, and then he drilled holes on the side of it, and we have those eye hooks and calipers. Yeah. <laughs> we have made our own like banded program. That's awesome. That's cool, though. But we don't do it in the winter. Well, so I was Screw really that. good about doing it at the beginning of quarantine. I was like, I'm gonna do this, and then I just quit doing it, and then my neck got all jacked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, it happened. you know, quarantine was tough on everyone. It it's, really was. It's still tough. It's, yeah, it is. You That's know. The, you know, it, well, it hasn't been an easy time. I mean, we had some really terrible gym times with you know. Yeah, we were working out up here, and yeah, I was going to ask you if your gym closed down or mm-hmm. what did you do? Yeah. So we we just worked out here. That's why we have like the log and axle up here. We uh-huh. have sandbags in his office. <laughs> farmers handles in the car. Yeah, we had farmers handles up here for a while. Now they reside I, in my car. And... I made a like a wheel out jack so that we could put all of our weight on it and take it all outside. But <laughs> the problem was every time we were here, this is work for me. So. As well, it's worked for you as well. But, yeah. you know, I'm, so I'm looking at the treatment room and thinking about my cases for the night. Right. I'm looking at the I'm front desk. i appeals. Right. And yeah. Like so, like, and the workout's like terrible. It's hard to shift your focus. I can't shut it off here. Like, we're very, know? like, compartmentalized people. Yeah. I guess that's I'm the same why it way. works so well, you yep. know. It's just, yep. Gym time, office time, home time, grocery time. Yes, yeah, right. that's so funny. Yourself. I was talking about that with my friend the other day, and I, it, I was comparing that to, like, gym workout clothes. I'm like, well, those are, like, gym clothes, and those are dog-walking clothes, and those are, like, lounge clothes. Well, like, right. I have it all compartmentalized. Yeah, sure. It's all the same, like, type like, of I'm pants, not, yeah, but, but like, these I'm are not, my work pants. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm going to wear my booty shorts to walk the dog or to lounge around in. Like, I'm going to wear, like, yeah. those are for crossfit and then i'm gonna wear pajama pants to lay around the house in right. yeah but it's just very much the same thing i'm like oh i can't i can't cross over right and we were like <laughs> oh no this will be fine and stuff and so it was fine for like the first month two or weeks, so two weeks. and then two, it was like you hit the wall at two weeks 
Yeah, oh, we were I like, we started like fighting like with each other <laughs> while we were training, and like yeah. it just got like things got weird. And it was like it okay. really it had to. It, yes. We like realized it was like you know we not just can't mix it. it all together. Yeah, and, my I did actually really well with the workouts at home, but my husband was cranky. He hated it. He was like. I'm not doing it. You know, like, we would have Zoom workouts. He's like, this is effing stupid and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I didn't like the Zoom workouts. I didn't mind. You know, it was like something, at least it was some a reason for me to wake up and Listen, get moving. I but thought he that was, my house had to be clean to be a Zoom workout because people yeah, could see, see in the background. Yeah. Oh, we were outside. We didn't. Oh, I felt like I was judgy eyes were always all over me. Oh my god, this well, one no. roller skating. Yeah, I was more trying to work out. No, but exactly, like, we were worried about our workout, not looking I know at what everybody you else's. were worried about, but how do I know that those other people weren't? I don't think any. Yeah, I'm, I don't. The squares are so small. <laughs> the squares are so small, it doesn't matter. It all matters to me. <laughs> So we were talking a little while ago about the stones. Yes. Do you you use a lot of stones in strongman? And we're talking about broken. Do you have a lot of broken toes? No, no. I I've, <laughs> I've actually the only thing I've ever been hurt on is a log. Uh huh. Because um, I dropped it on my face. Oh so yeah, like, I, I saw still that have like here. a little like weird mark there. But like the stones, I don't know. I've never had issues with it. I mean, uh-huh. it is kind of scary because. When you do pick up a stone, you put, like, your feet under it almost, Uh and then, like, you pull it up into your lap and go Uh to load it. But um, we only do that, we do that, like, every other week. Um, So that's not something that you, like, practice regularly, Uh Um, but, like, more kind of, like... Go when ahead. you you're better at explaining (laughs) strongman stuff. So, you know, know, stones have a lot of components to them. Really, is it is it the safest move to do for your general public? Absolutely not. You load lumbar flexion when you do a stone. You you, you don't have a straight back normally. Yeah, like you're completely right. rounded almost, uh-huh. and then you. And so there there's a lot to unpack with that too, because there's a lot of debate over. Well, is that okay? Can you load lumbar flexion or not? And, and from what I've seen in strongman, I've been doing it for uh, you know multiple years here. I've never had an injury from that because we're conditioned to. Right. It. So if you take you know someone off the street and say, hey, go pick up that really heavy stone. Are they going to get hurt? There's a good chance they probably will. But somebody who's trained and conditioned, your lumbar spine is designed to flex. Now, should you be rounding like a cat when you deadlift? No. But when you do pick up something like a stone, even a sandbag. Yeah, we do a lot of, like, sandbag picks and, like, keg picks. So we're picking a lot of stuff up off of the ground. Yeah. Yeah, So it's not just, like, you're, like, rounding uh everything and doing it. But, like, be, like almost practice that movement and also you know and i'm sure you know from crossfit you all have seen this so there's a difference between having a curved back when you deadlift and having a back that curves when you deadlift Mm -hmm. so having a curved back that doesn't move you're in a safer position there because you're still solid you're just curved but if you go to pull on a deadlift and everything just cats and you're like you know you turn into a rainbow Uh, that's bad because you don't don't have the strength throughout your spinal erectors you don't have the strength Mm -hmm. throughout your core to keep your back safe yeah so there's a difference there but so speaking of that like i've seen pictures of like elizabeth and stuff and she's like like a push press 
like a uh, not a push press, a bench press. Sure. There we go. With an arch. Oh, With an arch. Right. And I'm oh, like, yes. let's go do it. Yeah. yeah, let's right. do it. This like, is fun. What the? So please. So I, mean, I can't I, bench without having an arch. Okay. So that's okay. Something. I can't bench press. With anything. I've, oh. Well, I've never tried <laughs> an arch. Nothing ever. Okay. No, I've never tried an arch. I think either. my bench press is set up. I literally, I suck at it so bad. I feel like a lot of my bench press, I I, yeah. mean, I feel like I push that back into Right. So what are bench. we looking for? That has to be your primary determinant. Elizabeth uh-huh. is a power lifter. She's looking to put as much load in her bench press as she can. So an arch will effectively do a couple things. One, it decreases your range of motion. That's legal in powerlifting. That's fine. So it's fine for her sport. Is a bodybuilder going to do it the same way? Probably not. Because you're not, when a bodybuilder looks at a bench press, you're looking at getting as much activation out of the pecs as you can. Exactly. So you're going to have your arms a little differently. You're going to have your back a little differently because all you care about is that muscle activation. But when you're going for power, and we, we use an arch. I use an arch as well. It's just not as seeable. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have okay. the same body shape. But when huh. you use an arch, you actually can lock your scapulae together, which is important for a bench press. It gives you a solid base. You can get that little decrease in range of motion, which isn't really the main focus, but it keeps your shoulders a little safer, actually. Okay. So you'll see a lot of people bench press at this 90-degree angle. Mm-hmm. Really, the shoulders don't love that. Yeah, they don't love that like... movement. Right. When you That's arch, you get those shoulders in a good position. Uh-huh. You get your arms out to a scapular plane of somewhere around that 40, 30, 40 degree yeah, mark. Yeah, about like T-Rex length. And, uh-huh. Yeah. A T-Rex. And you can actually, I can relate to yeah. T-Rex length. Yeah, and you can actually maximize your performance really? by doing that. Yeah. Oh, so, interesting. You know, you see on social media a lot of people coming in saying, oh, that arch is cheating. That's bad. For one it's not it's not cheating in powerlifting. It, it's, say, it's legal. I've seen every right. powerlifter ever sure. do it. So if it's legal, if it's not in the rules, shut up. You're done. You don't have a conversation. Right. Get out of here. Right. And, and also, it does keep you in a safer position. It, it really does put your body in a good okay. position. Now, Elizabeth also does other forms of bench. It's not mm-hmm. just that way. Well, That's her competition style. Yeah. So okay. there's accessory work that she does uh-huh. as well to help build muscle and things yeah. like that. Same as us. We use bench press as an accessory. It's not our main lift. We always do it after something else, but we do it to get that, you know, mm-hmm. that tricep extension, to mm-hmm. get that shoulder activation, the that chest, chest activation. activation. And so that arch for us actually makes sense because when you do a log press, your arches can be. Right. So our, I, I try uh-huh. to bend back as far like, as I can. Uh-huh. So, you know, it really, it depends on what you're looking for. If right. you're just looking for aesthetics, that's probably not going to be the best thing, but you're not going to be training like a power lifter anyway. Correct. If you're looking to get the most out of your bench press. Right. And that's kind of where strongman, powerlifting and things, and CrossFit actually as well, become a little different. You're not looking at building aesthetics. I mean, that might be a side effect, sure. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at changing a movement pattern. So a bench press is a movement pattern. A deadlift is a movement pattern. Front squat, back squat, a snatch, they're all movement patterns. So when we see a sport like that, we're not isolating most of the time. We're looking at a compound movement where we're trying to make all of our muscles activate in succinct fashion. Whereas in a bodybuilding-type sport, you're going to isolate a lot more. You might still have some compound movements, but you're going to isolate a lot more because it's not about how that chain works together. It's about looking good on stage. Mm-hmm. You want to go up and pose. So it's it's <laughs> right. it's, a, it's a different world, and it really does. Fitness is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So right. what are your goals, and what are you looking at getting? Right. Totally. 
I was just blown away at that arch in her photos. She's pretty like, damn good at arching. Yeah, she's got a good arch. It's, well, and I mean, she's thin. and it's, I, mean, I know. It just like, like, seems oh, like it's extra so, exaggerated. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I think a tight shirt, too. It like holds tight. Yes, yeah. and a belt. Yeah, and, a yeah. weightlifting belt. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, you're... Yeah. It's like a full-on hill. Right. I bench know. Press. I know. It's crazy to me. And that's what I'm like... It's also, if you, like, arch and stuff, you're able to use leg drive a little bit well, more. So that's a factor. So oh, when okay. you, like, traditionally bench, like, for powerlifting and stuff, you're supposed to use your legs to drive the weight up. Mm. So you're almost, like, pressing your legs forward and, like, pushing okay. the weight back. So it, it's, like, a whole different movement than just using Strict your arms and, and chest mm-hmm. to bench it. Yeah, and you yeah. even so actually, it's, yeah. It's, it just depends on, like, how you're looking for that strength and, like, what you want to do with it the the bar path on a bench is going to be different for someone looking for aesthetics versus not so like for us when we bench we get into that arch we lock our shoulder blades down and then we ramp it up and back so mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of like a piston where uh-huh. you know it, kind of mimicking your log press kind yeah. of yeah and so like for me i'll try to use my lats to come down compress uh-huh. my arms against it now i have a spring so i can go and i can uh-huh. power it up and back that ramp helps you get a little more weight on there it's not going to help you build aesthetics. So, right. just a different world for a different, <laughs> you know, different different sport. I love it. Do you treat, do you see any kids or babies? We don't see a lot of kids <laughs> and stuff right now. Um. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I just was wondering because I know I have a, a girlfriend who had a, like a tiny baby that had issues and she swore like by her chiropractor that adjusted her baby and I didn't know. So we don't see kids like under eight? No, I'm, I'm four, four, four and under. Four and under. Right. Okay. So, you know, babies, when you get into that, and I'm not saying chiropractic care can't help, yeah. you, but it does become a lot more philosophical in that world. Uh-huh. I analyze movement. Uh-huh. So... I can't analyze movement on a baby, really. I can't put you through a movement screen and say, hey, did you, well, you didn't do that squat well. You know, that baby can't squat. <laughs> yes. right. So, well, that makes total yeah, sense. I, prefer, I prefer to stay in my world. Mm-hmm. About four is the youngest age I'll look at. You know, I, that's where I kind of start. We do have some teens and things that come in for sure. Um, but yeah, babies, I'm not a big, I'm not big on babies. There are people that specialize in that. Yes, okay. And, and well, so that's, that's more for them. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Especially since, I mean, it's everything that you've said and everything that I've experienced with you is movement and exercise base and, like, getting you well and eliminating pain and, you know, I don't know. Babies don't really communicate pain right. all that well. Yeah, I don't know how to talk to them real good. So. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people that treat babies, it's, like, more for, like, acid reflux yeah. and, colic. like, right. colic and, like, developmental issues. Yeah, like, they try to, like, treat with chiropractic care. I should have chiropractor so. with my kid. Oh, my God. I She had the worst colic in the world. I talked about that earlier. My Dean was really bad with her acid reflux. She used to have to take medication for it. It was horrible. Yeah, kids are great. You guys should have them. Yeah. <laughs> Teenagers are even better. Yeah. Oh, God. I would seriously smack. I would hate when people would be like, so when are you going to have kids? I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's none of your business. Every other day. It's none of your business. Whenever I'm damn good and ready. And if I don't, that's okay, too. Well, 
and it's like, you want me to have a kid right now? Yeah. <laughs> I can barely afford anything. Come on. Right. Like, do you want me to be destitute and hate my life? And right. then, like, take it out on my kid? Yeah. Well, look, you know, we're in kind of a rough place right now in the world. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the best time right. to have one. <laughs> like, even though that I already have children, I, I agree. We discussed this previously, like, our children's future, like, are they going to remember a time without a mask? Are they going to yeah. remember a time with a, you don't know right? Are they knows. like my knows. daughter started kindergarten, and I pray that she at some point can remember a time at school that she didn't have to go without a mask, or she right. could go without mm-hmm. a mask. You know, because that's all she knows. You yeah. know, yeah, it's crazy. Stupid. Right now. Honestly, but being in that world to see them with their masks on i'm surprised they are as good as they are oh they're very very resilient i think yeah kids are amazing they just don't care about stuff so yeah but that's the biggest thing like really a kid's gonna sit through class all day yeah you know what i mean it's like well you might think that yeah they totally they don't know they 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 don't know different yeah how did you feel when you in second grade like yep. you didn't care if exactly. an adult told you something you did yeah. so yeah it, right you did it and it was fine and right and you survived and correct masking now is normal for them and they will live another day they'll live to tell their kids about it Absolutely. if they choose to have children <laughs> <laughs> ah! for sure oh my god but it's so funny to see her like she comes home like they have they made them all like special lanyards with their name tags on them that attach they attach their mask to (laughs) after two days her mask came home and it was so filthy i'm like do you put ever put this on your face or does this just drag the ground at recess she's like i don't know It is. I'm like, girl, you just take that mask off at recess. You just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? I'm just glad they're going back five days a week. <laughs> five days a week. Five days a week. So I know. Last Friday, I got the email, and I was, I literally was like jumping for joy, screeching. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Allah, whoever you pray to, the kids are going back every day. <laughs> Woo! Amen. I'm very excited about it. Well, that's awesome. They and need to be still back. doing four days a week here. It's like you get like Tuesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Friday, and then Mondays are still virtual. It's crazy. Crazy times. Yeah. Have you uh, have you had like any less patience or like have you guys had a big difference in patient care since the pandemic or? Yeah. Was kind of, at first, uh, when like they had like the stay at home order in Missouri, like mm-hmm. a lot of people would drop like dropped and stuff. Uh, but we really didn't lose that many people like during it like a lot of our people that were coming in for wellness and stuff like all sticked around but it was like more people with like active those plans. maintenance people <laughs> yeah, yeah people, all of our right? maintenance people stayed right <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them anyway. yeah. except for one um, well, we kind of you know weird. i kind of people at, would ask me if i was going to you know close down or, or whatever the case was and I just didn't see our job as any different because COVID happened. We're here to take care of people. And so we would have well, medical professionals. Well, a lot of our people, yeah, are like medical professionals. Right, we have a lot like of nurses. We would have PAs. We had a, a 
a couple of, you know, a lot of people that were dealing with COVID coming in, and it's like, well, if we're not here to take care of them, who who else, who is, you right. know? Oh, um, because a, a lot of places around here did close down, and that's fine. That's that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I got into healthcare, I didn't say, well, I'm going to get, I, I want to help people when it's convenient for me. I said, I, I want to help people. And so this pandemic didn't change that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, we took the precautions we needed to. We pushed scheduling a little differently so that in the beginning in particular, you know, you would come in, there would be no one else here. It would be just staff and uh-huh. you, and then you would leave. Somebody else would come in after that. We made sure there was space between. And so, you know, we did everything we could. We've cleaned everything in this place. All of the surfaces are sanitized, all of the door handles, everything that we can clean, mm-hmm. um, even though it doesn't transfer via surfaces based on what the CDC has come out and said. But, uh-huh. um, you know, we still tried to make sure we took all of those precautions. And as far as we know, no one has gotten sick from, from here. So I, I felt really right. comfortable yeah, we've never with had doing someone that. someone call and be like, oh, I was just in and now I have COVID. So... I commend that's been kind of cool (laughs) yes I commend both of you for that I can say definitely I mean you take masking and every and hygiene very seriously and I think that's awesome yeah but besides that like yeah nothing really um changed a lot of people thought we closed (laughs) well I I think a lot of people just assume everything closed you know yeah well we tried sending out emails (laughs) we are still We, we never we closed down. Like we're a medical open. office. Like we're here for you. So yeah. <laughs> like, please come in. We like, are in a the chiropractic world. Is there like a busy time of the year for you, or you know, not not really. Sometimes like winter. So we're coming into winter. So we will see people who have like shoveling injuries and things. But one thing I've found is that people get hurt all year round. And so really I I don't see like this big surge one month or or the other. I think the beginning of the year tends to be a little bit busier, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, new year and all that. People are trying to get their life back on track. So maybe there, but other than that, I think Mm -hmm. we're pretty just, you know. I feel like in my mind, I would think it would be the winter, like people shoveling or falling on the ice or, you know what I mean? Just, Right. Total unexpected. Not that unexpected things can't happen throughout the sure, year. Sure. But, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would say, like, early, like, beginning of the year, like, going into, like, spring and summertime and stuff. Because, like, people are starting wanting to, like, uh-huh. get more active again uh-huh. and stuff. Um, and then, in, like, wintertime, it kind of goes down a little bit because mm-hmm. people are also, like, saving for Christmas and oh, yeah. like, trying yeah. to do, like, holidays. Right. And, Going that makes sense. a lot and that kind of thing, but yeah. So yeah. save that little little bit of extra dough. Yeah. Yep. Get get something cool. <laughs> that they will remember in six months anyway. <laughs> right. A day. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Have a happy healthy and safe Thanksgiving. Eat all the carbs, eat all the dessert, and we will see you next week with another fabulous episode. As I tell you all the time, please share with a friend. Mwah!